bring all, not some, not a part, all the tithes into the storehouse, and I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have room enough to take it in. Welcome to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire, author and founding senior pastor of the exciting Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Pastor Jeff is known for his heartfelt and practical proclamation of the scriptures. We are so glad you joined us today. So stay tuned as Pastor Jeff teaches, encourages, and challenges you from the Word of God. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Life Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, Pastor Jeff continues the exciting series entitled Piercing the Darkness. The Tithe. The Bible tells us that the tithe is 10% of one's increase. People get real nervous when pastors begin to talk about money, especially if those people are well off financially. It seems logical that tithing would be easier the more money you have, but the fact is tithing percentages drop. The more money a person makes, they eventually transition from tithers to tippers. Malachi 3.10 instructed God's people to bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. What is the storehouse? The storehouse in the Old Testament was the temple. The storehouse in the New Testament is the church. Today on Life Talk, Pastor Jeff concludes his message on this important subject, so let's go right to the message, the power of the tithe. So if you were a rancher, when you had cattle, you gave a tenth of them to the temple for the use of the ministry. And you got to keep 90. God could have said, give 90 and you get to keep 10. But God gave us everything and said, I want a tenth. Now, in case you think the Old Testament is the only place you find the principle of tithing, let's look at the verse again that we read to take up the tithe today. You are careful, Jesus said, to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens. But you ignore the more important aspects of the law, which are justice, mercy, and faith. The Pharisees were ignoring justice, mercy, and faith, but they were tithers. And Jesus said, you're right on that one. You should tithe. But don't neglect the more important things, justice, mercy, and faith. Moses instructed the people, watch this, a tithe of everything. Everybody say the word everything. He didn't say some things. He didn't say a few things. He said everything, a tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. Animals, grain, and fruit were all tithed back to the Lord. Now, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to show you something. I brought some cows with me. And I'm going to ask my cameraman to pan right on these cows. Everybody see these cows? They move. There they are. Aren't those pretty cows? Pretty cows. Now, there's 10 of them. You can't see them all to count them, but there's 10 of them. Now, here's the way God wants you to look at it. He said, now, when I bless you with 10 cows, He said, I want you to take one of those cows, right there, and I want you to move him over to the church, the work of God. Everybody say, I see that. And then you're supposed to say, thank you, Lord, for nine cows. And I sow this one cow into the work of God. Now, I also brought with me 
some corn. Because if I'm a farmer, I'm raising this corn. There's ten ears of corn in here. What does God say? When I give you ten ears of corn, you are to take... Well, there's about two people said one. I know we're good at math here. Let's try it again. One. Out of how many? Because one is how much percent? And you are to take it and put it right there. And I get to keep nine ears of corn. Thank you, God. Thank you for nine ears of corn. Now watch. Now, let's bring it over into our day. I have ten $1 bills in my hand. I get paid ten dollars. Everybody say, that's a bad day at the office. But let's just say I get paid, keep it real simple, I get paid ten dollars. Now, what does God say? You've got ten dollars in your hand. What are you going to do with that? Take one and run it over here and sow it into the church. And then I get to keep nine dollars. Hallelujah. I get to keep nine. So the tithe means when I get paid, if I'm a farmer, you go sell the corn and you give the cattle. But in our day, you get paid. When I get paid, I get a certain amount. Then run the numbers, get 10%. I take it out. And I say, thank you, Lord, that I'm saved. I believe in your work. I believe in reaching people. I believe in people being saved like I was. You have told me to be generous with my money because you've been generous with me. So, Lord, here I am. I'm giving 10% of it. And I get to keep nine. Pay the bills, pay the mortgage, pay the kids' school, take care of myself. Thank you, Lord, that I get to keep nine because he could have said, give me 50%. Give me 60, give me 70, but he didn't. He said, just 10. I'm going to show you the power of the tithe. Because how many of you know that we need to get our finances in order, especially in our current culture? We better get our finances in order. And when somebody comes to me and they say, man, am I having financial trouble? The first thing I want to know from them is this. Have you been a tither? More times than not, I'll hear, well, no, not really. Have you ever been a tither? No, well, not really. Then the way you get your money in order because God wants to bless it, and I'm going to show you that in a minute, is you start tithing. Because that releases God on your business. But now, let me meddle a little bit. Can I meddle a little bit? Pastor, you're already meddling as far as I'm concerned. Well, watch this. Here's the rub. We're okay when it's $1 out of $10. Ah, We don't have much problem with that. $1 out of $10. I can give $1 out of $10. Now let's pretend that these are $10 bills. So I got $100. And you say, I don't mind. I can give $10 out of $100. That's not that big a deal. But then let's pretend these are thousands. I got $10,000 in my hand. Something happens. Something happens when we're dealing in thousands or millions instead of hundreds and tens. Something happens in our heart. Something happens the way we think. We go, well, I give one dollar out of ten or I can give ten dollars out of a hundred. One thousand out of ten thousand. You know what I could do with a thousand dollars? I could get that flat screen TV. I could pay some. There's so much I could do with a thousand dollars. But then when we move into the arena of a hundred thousand, 
God really wants me to give $10,000 out of $100,000? I don't even know what's going to be done. What's going to be done with it? I, I can't imagine what's even going to be done with it. We start saying, wait a minute. This can't be right. Surely God doesn't expect me to give that much. Let's flip this notion for a minute. What if God thought that way about you? I don't mind giving them ten. I don't mind giving them a hundred. But you know, looking down there at the way that they do, and, and they're, I don't know if I should give a thousand to them. And I'm sure I'm not going to give them ten thousand and a million. Forget it. I'm not going to be that generous with them. What if God was toward us the way we are towards Him? Because now i got a million in my hand. And that means a hundred thousand of it is God's. And I'm going, oh. And we say to our spouse, what do you think, honey? And your spouse is already thinking, boy, that could get this and could get that, could get this and could get that. Unless they're a real person of God. And they just say, give that 10%. And you say, I rebuke you, devil. I didn't think you were hearing God. But 10% of 10 is the same as 10% of 100 is the same as 10% of 1,000 or 100,000 or a million in God's eyes. Because He didn't say, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse unless you make a certain amount. What if He said, I better not give that child of mine that much money. A hundred's okay, thousand's okay, but I can't give them any more than that. I really shouldn't bless them like that. That's just too much. What we say sometimes when faced with tithing a large sum, God does not likewise say when it comes to blessing us with a large sum. Because God's been generous with us. Can you say, God's been generous with me? You say, well, I, I made that much money. Bless God, I sold something or I went and uh, created something. I got a patent on something. Now I got all kinds of money coming. Surely I'm not supposed to tithe. You want God in your money? You want God in your finances? You want God in your stuff? Or you want to take it all by yourself? Here's what we know. Tithing percentages drop the more money a person makes. That eventually transition. They transition from tithing to tipping. Because they say something that happens in their mind. Surely I can't give that much away. But let me say, surely you can. And if you're a millionaire and you want to tithe here today, I will take it. <laughs> if you win the lotto, I didn't tell you to go do it, but we'll take that tithe too. I'm just trying to be funny. You're all looking at me so serious. <laughs> hey, Pastor, don't talk about my money. Well, God talks about your money a lot. Remember debt? Did everything but tithe. God in Malachi says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. The whole tithe. Well, all right, what's the storehouse? The storehouse in the Old Testament was the temple, but the storehouse in the New Testament is the church. Now, when we tithe into the storehouse of the church, we are releasing funds into the care of church leaders to use those resources to support ministry and ministry activities. That's what you're doing. So I don't know if I trust the leadership, then you shouldn't be here. If you trust us with your soul and not your money, 
Something's wrong with this picture. Well, I've seen too many bad news stories on TV. I have too, and they make me want to puke. But it doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater. Can I meddle a little bit more? Well, go ahead. I'm already sweating, and I'm already regretting. Watch this. In light of this, I believe that your tithes should go to the church you attend. When it comes to where our, we give our tithe, one pastor wrote this. Quote, remember, we're to bring the tithes into the storehouse where we are cared for and led. You don't eat at Burger King and say, I appreciate the food, but I'm going to go on down to Taco Bell and give them my money. It doesn't work that way. We're to bring the tithe, God's tithe, to the storehouse where we are cared for and led. How many of you who had a business and somebody came to your business and said, let's see, I'm going to buy a candle. And you said, sure. You give them the candle and they say, you know, there's another candle store down the way. I'm going to go and give them the money for your candle. You would say, wait a minute, while you're dialing 911. <laughs> see, that's not what you do. The storehouse is where you are being fed and led. That's the storehouse. Now the Bible is also crystal clear that the tithe, that one out of ten, belongs to God. It's not yours, it's not mine. It is God's. God said, I want that tenth cattle, I want that tenth ear of corn, I want, I want the tenth, and it's mine. So we are not free to designate the tenth, divide it, or direct it wherever we want to. Okay? Here's what some people do. They say, take my tithe. Here it is. Here's the 10%. And I want you to use it or apply it to this or that. And they designate the tithe. You can't do that. It's God's tithe. I mean, it's not mine. It's not yours. It's God's tithe. Well, I'll give my tithe anywhere I want to. You need to read the Word. Okay? It's God's tithe. See, when we give it, it's out of our hands. I don't direct it. When we give it, it's out of our hands. In the Old Testament, priests administered the way tithes and offerings were used. They were the ones that did it. But today, church elders are charged with that responsibility. They are to take the tithes we bring and prayerfully and carefully direct their use. It's important for church members to trust their decisions and not try to direct their ties to their favorite ministries. Do you know that in 2009, God blessed our church with $1.7 million? Now, wait a minute. $1.7 million of God's people's tithe and offerings. What a blessing. But do you know that we turned around and gave away $260,000 in emissions? Now, that means if we had given away... Wait a minute. If we had given away 10%, it would have been 170,000. But we gave away 260-something thousand. So we gave way over a tithe into missions. And every month we try to do everything we can to give that money. So that means that people in five different states in the Midwest were blessed. People were blessed in Africa, in our mission in Africa, in Haiti, our mission in Haiti. Nancy Alcorn and her uh, homes for unwed mothers where they can have those children instead of aborting them, we gave to her. We gave here and there and in many, many different places around the world and 
in the states. And we were able to do it and bless them and enable them to continue because you tithed. Amen. Now sometimes there are missions we support or projects that we tackle in which we ask the church to consider giving a designated gift over and above their tithe, like what we're going to do next week for Haiti. We're sending a group of missionaries to Haiti and we're going to send $5,000 in medical supplies. We're sending doctors and nurses and some of our own people are going to Haiti. Somebody sent a bunch of glasses lenses so that we can give them what they need for their eyes so they can see. We're going to bless those Haitian people. They can never give us back anything in return. And that's great. We want to bless them. We're going to do it in the name of the Lord. We're going to give them free medical care, free doctors, nurses, and ophthalmological help. You try that. <laughs> and all in the name of the Lord. And the reason we can do it is because you tithe. Hallelujah. But that's an offering. When you give to Haiti next week and those medical supplies, that's an offering. That's not the tithe. Can't rob Peter to pay Paul. You can't say, well, I'm taking up a special offering for Haiti, so I'm going to take my tithe and give it to the offering. No, 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 no. You tithe, and then you give a special offering to Haiti. Well, Pastor, you're being strong today. Well, you know what? I don't have anything to apologize about because I want to see God on your money. And so I want to be real clear. So we give our tithe 10% and we give above that to special offerings designated. Now, here's the question, and I wind down with this. The ultimate question of tithing comes to this, and everyone here is going to have to deal with the question. What are you most concerned about? Not having enough money or not having the involvement of the Lord in your money? What are you most concerned about? Pastor Jeff, if I give that one out of the ten, if I give that ten percent, it's going to be kind of tight. Kathy and I, from the minute that we have been married, 32 years ago, have tithed. When we first got married, we had no money. Zero, zip, zero, not I was in radio where you take a vow of poverty to be in radio, especially as a DJ, unless you get up in the big time and... I didn't stay in it long enough to get up there, but we tithed. And there was a time when we lived in a place that was affectionately called the Rocha Villa. The Rocha Villa was rightly called the Rocha Villa because when you turn on the lights, because it was very poor area and we didn't have any money. And yet even then, sometimes our tithe, when we took out that 10, was $10. I was fighting my way through college, fighting my way through what God had given me to do in preparation. So we would give that. And sometimes that $10 was cream of wheat or hamburger helper. But we gave it away. We gave it. And you know, it was amazing. People would walk up to us and hand us checks. They would walk up to us and hand us money. We knew God's got to be on our money. Now, you know what I've seen? So, well, Pastor, you gave when it was tough. Yes, we did. I've seen... If you give when times are tough, you will give when times are good. But if you don't give when times are tough, you're probably not going to give when times are good. Because we say, well, when I get out of this bind, when I get out of this valley, when I get out of all this, then I'll tithe. Mark it down. Nine times out of ten, the person who says that won't give when they get through it. Because they have not had the revelation in their hearts about tithing. What's more important? 
Do you want God on your money? And here's the power of the tithe. The tithe is powerful. Why? Because it releases God into your stuff. Now watch this. Bring all, not some, not a part, all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food for my temple if you do. That means it's a conditional promise. Conditional promise is God says, if you'll do something, I'll do something. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, two I wills, two powerful I wills, I will open the windows of heaven for you. Going to have to get that next week, what it means by that. But I will open the windows of heaven for you. How many of you can say, I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. I will open the windows of heaven for you. And I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have room enough to take it in. Anybody interested in that? I will open the windows of heaven and I will pour out. I will open and I will pour. I will open and I will pour. That means God is activated in your life. You say, well, can I stay saved and not tithe? Some Christian telethons would lead you to believe not. And I hate some of the things that are said in telethons because it almost makes it sound like you got to buy every blessing God gives you. You don't. If you don't have a dime, He'll save you, fill you with the Spirit, answer your prayers, and bless you. We're talking about a way of life where God says, if you tithe, I'm going to do some things unique. I'm going to open and I'm going to pour. And that's the power of the tithe. Ultimately, the question of tithing comes down to this. Which are you most concerned about? Not having enough money or not having the involvement of the Lord in your finances? Let's read again in Malachi the promise of God's involvement in our finances when we tithe. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have room enough to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. The gift of salvation is the free gift of God and cannot be bought or earned. Your salvation is certainly not determined by your giving. But once you do know Jesus Christ, your heart will be filled with such gratitude because of His goodness and grace, you will want to empower others to hear the same good news. Pray about tithing and let the Holy Spirit guide you into His truth. Well, that's it for this time. We hope you've enjoyed Pastor Jeff's message and his powerful series, Piercing the Darkness. As you go today, remember this, God transforms suffering people into comforters. He brings gain out of pain. Join Pastor Jeff again next time as he begins a new life-changing message entitled, There's a Pony in Here Somewhere. The Power of Tithe is the last message of Pastor Jeff's series, Piercing the Darkness. You can own a copy of this six-CD set for just $30 plus shipping. Log on to lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. 
Get your copy of today's message for just $5 or purchase the entire series, Piercing the Darkness, for only $30 plus shipping by logging on to lifetalkradio.us or calling us toll-free at 877-884-3111 for more information. For those of you who will help Life Talk reach America with God's Word, Jeff has written a beautiful booklet entitled, Let the Journey Continue, The Spirit-Filled Life. Let the Journey Continue is a beautifully designed companion booklet to our last month's offer, Let the Journey Begin. Let the Journey Continue explains in a simple, easy-to-read style what the Bible teaches about walking in the Spirit. This will surely be a helpful addition to your spiritual resources library. And Let the Journey Continue would make a great gift for that teen in the house, friend, co-worker, or spouse that might be struggling to understand how to live the Christian life in victory. Don't miss this beautifully illustrated little booklet for a gift of any size to helping Life Talk take God's Word to America. You've been listening to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire. To find out more about Dr. Wickwire's ministry and Turning Point Church, visit us at lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. And as a reminder, Life Talk is a listener-supported ministry. We exist to bring God's Word to thousands of people in your area on this great station. So your prayers and financial support go a long way in helping us with this endeavor. Please prayerfully consider helping us. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to meeting with you once again on our next Life Talk broadcast.